Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by Lake Area Media, LLC. And now your hosts, David Boston and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 102 of the Amp Pro Wrestling Podcast. As you can see, we are brought. Well, I guess you can't see, but we are broadcasting live from the. You don't color. want. You don't want to see us. <laughs> Trust me. You, you've had to see us for the last what few weeks yes. when we did it with the Melon app, and yep. we've decided now to go back to our old way of doing it, yes. where you can't see us, but you can certainly hear us. Hopefully, you can hear us as we are live. Yeah, and we're in the same studio again. So no homo, the creative juices are flowing. Yeah, we are back. We, you know, we we got we're we're gonna work on that chemistry. Obviously, that we had you went. You said you went back and listened to one of our old yeah. episodes when we were in the studio together. Obviously, pre COVID a couple of years ago, and you were saying how amazing we sounded. Yeah. Obviously, I think part of that is this great equipment we have here. Almost oh, definitely. But obviously, being in the same room, this is the first time we are recording a podcast in the same room together. Since September of 2019. It's been almost almost two years. Yeah. Uh, Crazy to think. But hey, man, episode 102, we're back live, back in the same room. I'm excited. As you can see from the, um, what would you call it, Patrick? Graphic. Yes, the graphic. Right there. We have partnered with Amazon. So really cool. If you want to help out the podcast, there's no extra money coming out of your pocket. You shop at Amazon anyway. Go ahead and put in tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon AMP. Amazon A-M-P. That's going to bring you to our Amazon affiliate link. Go ahead and bookmark that on your cell phone's browser or your computer's browser. So every time that you shop on Amazon... Your boys get a little piece of the pie. Amazon, because we brought traffic to them, they're going to hook us up with a little bit. And believe me, it's not much. Amazon is is very frugal. That's why mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. But every little bit helps. And this is an easy way. If you don't have any money to throw on Patreon, but you want to help your boys out and you shop on Amazon, this is how you can do it. Absolutely. So... With that being said, episode 102 mm-hmm. for Thursday, June 17th, 2021. We're going to talk about here as I I got to get used to this again. It's been a while since I've messed with OBS as I take the Amazon graphic back down. Uh, we're going to talk about Samoa Joe returning to NXT this week. There were obviously rumblings after he got released that where was he going to go? We were hoping, obviously, I was personally hoping to see him in AEW. And then they were starting to have those... Uh, speculation and rumors that Triple H wasn't very happy that the company let him go. So Triple H grabbed him and said, why don't you come back over to NXT? We'll talk about what happened this past week and what his role is going to be heading forward in NXT. Also, we're going to talk about Roman Reigns. He was asked about a possible dream match with John Cena or The Rock. He's already had a match with John Cena, but uh, a match with John Cena again, would be a little bit different in my opinion. We'll talk about what he had to say about that. A very intriguing comment from Roman Reigns. Also, AEW Dynamite is going to be coming to New York City at Arthur Ashe Stadium. We're going to talk about that. That's pretty big. That's a pretty big deal there. Yeah. I looked at the capacity of Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's about 23,000 people. I don't know what the capacity is going to be. I don't know if there's ever been a wrestling show that has been run out of Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's obviously most famous for hosting the U.S. Open tennis tournament. I don't think they've ever held a wrestling event there, so that will certainly be very, very interesting. Also, a very popular match is coming back to Impact Wrestling at Slammiversary. We're going to talk about that. And also, Renee Paquette, or Paquette, however you say that last name. Renee Hottie. Yes, and John Moxley have welcomed to the world their new baby girl. We're going to talk about that, and also we got some rumor mill stuff. I didn't, we didn't get a chance to write down. We're still, kind of, we were kind of scrambling yeah. before we went live as we got the the new slash old setup here, and it's been almost two years since I, we've messed with this. So it's going to be like riding a bike, though. Yeah, you're right. I'm already starting to really get the feel for it. So hopefully. The, the show will be a lot smoother as maybe this next hour goes on and as the weeks go on. But all that stuff we're going to talk about here coming up on the AMP Wrestling Podcast, episode number 102 here for Thursday, June the 17th, 2021. That's right. Find us on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Just search 
Amp Wrestling Podcast. Really easy. Amp Wrestling Podcast. There you go. All right. So Tuesday night, NXT. I wasn't watching, but... Oh boy, did the internet blow up. Yeah, the internet did blow up. That's exactly how I found out. And I was doing my thing, just surfing social media. And obviously, you and I both, we follow many, many, many wrestling pages that basically keep us up to date if we're if you're not watching NXT live or if you're not watching Raw if you're not watching if you're not watching any wrestling show live they basically keep you updated real time almost and I started seeing all these posts Samoa Joe showed up in NXT and here's what happened I went back and I actually watched it I said ooh I got to go see this so here's what happened if you did not see it William Regal at the end of NXT TakeOver In Your House, he sort of teased that maybe his time as the NXT general manager was coming to an end. He's been doing it for seven years. He's been there since really the beginning of NXT, or at least when NXT started doing these TakeOver shows. So it, Regal's been around for a while in NXT. I think he's the OG GM, if you will. <laughs> so he basically teased that with all the chaos going on in NXT right now, maybe it was time he step aside. So, obviously, they left us with that cliffhanger this past weekend. And come Tuesday, NXT, he comes out and he starts to get a little emotional, as if like he's about to retire as the GM. So, he starts, you know, giving his spiel, you know, saying he's been here since the beginning. And, of course, the NXT champion, Karrion Cross, comes out and interrupts Regal, calls him pathetic, this and that. Well, next thing you know, Samoa Joe's music hits. Did you think the crowd didn't pop as hard as they should have? Well, there's not much of a crowd there. I mean, I, I don't know how many. They have some fans in there. Have they forgotten Samoa Joe? No, I think the fans, I, I listened to it. The fans did pop. There's just not a ton of fans in there. So, I mean, if you have 100 people in there, I mean, they might have more. But there's certainly no more than 500 people in there now. And how loud of a pop can you get with, with that amount of people? I'm just saying from the visual standpoint, I was looking at the crowd when his music hit, and there was a delayed reaction. And then after that, like three or four people stood up, and the rest of them were still sitting down. I was like, oh, my God, Samoa Joe is an NXT, people. I'm popping so hard on this computer screen, i got to clean it off. And like I said, I, I listened to it, and I... I I blame the the small amount of people in there for I mean if it was a an arena of about three, four, five thousand people, yeah, you would have seen a, a big pop. And I think I don't know, it's one of those things where I think they were maybe expecting Samoa Joe because obviously the, the reports earlier in the day said that he was coming back to NXT in a non-wrestling role. And at that point, Regal obviously at the end of NXT takeover in your house this past weekend, sort of set it up already. So I think it was a, a mixture of, one, not having a ton of fans in there, and two, the fans sort of expecting Samoa Joe. Did WWE release that statement, or that was the dirt sheets that were saying that, that Samoa Joe was coming back to a non-wrestling role? It was the dirt sheets. Oh, Ryan Satt, and I hate you. <laughs> I don't like, know you're going to ruin it for everybody. I don't know if it was him, but it, it, the dirt sheets in general, or just obviously the internet wrestling community, it may have been fightful. Well, Sean Ross Sapp over. I don't remember. Sean Ross Sapp. I, I, I don't. You. I don't remember who it was, but obviously on, on Tuesday, it might have even been Monday. The the news was swirling the internet that Samoa Joe was returning to NXT, and it, by the time NXT started, it was basically all but officially confirmed by WWE, which they're not going to do that. They're going to let it be a surprise on their end, but. Was it really a surprise? I don't think it was. Maybe to some people it was. To me, it wasn't. I was personally expecting it. but Caught me off guard. I saw it on the news feed from PW Guru, and I was like, oh, damn. Well, it didn't really catch me off guard. So, um, uh, like I said, it, it was a cool thing to see. And, you know, I, I, am per I was personally hoping that maybe Samoa Joe was going to be back in NXT to do some wrestling. He still hasn't been cleared, by the way. Uh, whatever his injury is, he still has not been cleared. But basically, this is going to be his role. William Regal was actually going to offer him the general manager role, but Samoa Joe said, no, I don't want that. But I'm here to make sure that, Regal, you 
get the respect that you deserve and that people. So basically, he's an enforcer. Uh, if Regal, you know, gives orders, you're not following them. Well, guess what? You're gonna have to answer to Samoa Joe. Now, he's got a sim- similar stipulation that old Stone Cold had back in 2003. Remember when he came back as the co-general manager and he really he couldn't lay a hand on anybody unless physically provoked. Right. Same story for Samoa Joe. He can't lay his hand on anybody unless he's physically provoked. And boy, it did not take long <laughs> for someone to provoke him. One Adam Cole Bebe provoked him, and he got choked out backstage. Yes. <laughs> and after he got choked out, uh, I think Samoa Joe said something like, uh, "William, when he t- when he wakes up, tell him Regal wants to see him or something <laughs> like that." Yeah, so, yeah. but uh, it's going to be a very interesting role for Samoa Joe. Uh, obviously, he can't compete yet. I'm hoping that maybe when he gets cleared, he'll get to compete in NXT again because. Let's face it, that's where some of his best work in WWE has been. He's been NXT champion, uh, I think, a couple of times, maybe. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. He's actually, I think, still the only guy in WWE to defeat Demon Balor, believe it or not. That's right. So, yeah, he's got that on his resume there in WWE. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this. Uh, it might help bring you know a couple of extra viewers to Tuesday nights on NXT because I'm going to be honest, they they kind of need it. They're that you know even on their own night away from Dynamite, they are still they're still kind of struggling. At least in my opinion. Well, Tuesday is kind of a wonky night, don't you think? Uh, based on, well, I tell you, I tell you what's a wonky night, and that's based on what I've seen the last handful of weeks. With the AEW ratings, Friday night, of course, they don't come on until 9 o'clock, but which, ironically, the most watched pro wrestling show on television is on Friday nights, it's SmackDown, but uh, coming on at 9 o'clock eh, probably doesn't really do NXT any favors. I mean, uh, AEW, that is. And then, of course, SmackDown's on Fox, where you can, you know, have... Turn on your bunny ears. Yeah, you can turn on the bunny ears, the antenna or whatever, and, and watch Friday night SmackDown, but... Well, if I was Tony Khan, I would grab some of my real shooters. I would walk into TNT, and we would run amok with the head office. Bully them into putting us back on Wednesdays. Well, as soon as the NBA playoffs are over, they'll... No, screw the NBA! Well, the NBA, you know, NBA draws ratings. I, I mean, I love AEW. More people watch the NBA playoffs than AEW Dynamite. So yeah, if you're TNT... Like- that's a no-brainer. Like, you're not going to disrespect my show like this. Well, look, hey, the NBA is an entity that's been around for a very, very long time. AEW has only been around for a couple of years. So. Yeah, but the cons got enough money. They got as much money as the NBA, or maybe even more. Well, I wouldn't say that. But, uh, I mean, well, they, I mean, they, they might own their own NFL franchise. They own a soccer team. That's true. They do own a soccer team as they well. They own their own bumper-making. But if you want to have enough money as the NBA, you'd have to own... 30 franchises, which is what the NBA is made of. 30 franchises. Uh, I guess you may have a point. So, But Friday nights, I mean, I, I record it and I watch it, but the ratings have obviously taken a hit because it's on Friday night. Because, and now we're, you know, we're getting to the end of the pandemic. A lot of folks on Friday nights, they're not sitting at home. This would have worked probably a year ago yeah. uh, on Friday nights because a year ago we were all sitting at the house doing absolutely nothing and there were no sports on TV or anything. There was no NBA playoffs for sure. So then again, they would have had to. They were on Wednesday nights even a year ago, but yeah, certainly would have worked a year ago. But we, we got almost way off topic here as we were talking about uh, Samoa Joe uh, returning to NXT. But looking forward to seeing what the the role is going to be for Samoa Joe, and I hope he eventually wrestles because certainly, I guess it's good that we're getting Samoa Joe on TV, even if it's in a non wrestling role. But you know, hey. Uh, I love me Samoa, some Samoa Joe, and I'm ready for him to get back in the ring. It's been too long since, since he's been in the ring. Yeah, when you think about it, it's perfect because you look at the NXT roster. Really, if you're gonna if you're gonna think about it, who can take the bet off of Karrion Cross when you're wanting to move him up to the main roster? It's got to be Samoa Joe. It, it, it very well could be, and obviously, a former NXT champion is Samoa Joe, and Karrion Cross just you know won a. A fatal five way at NXT in your house against the best that NXT has to offer. So yeah, who would take the belt off of Karrion Cross? I mean, 
He obviously was running with it, got hurt. I think Balor ended up getting it. It was vacated. Balor ended up winning it, mm-hmm. and then Cross took it from Balor. So right now, I think they're going to run with Carrying Cross for a little while. Yeah. Give him, a, throw him a few guys, throw him a few bones, I guess, for him to eat off of, and uh, we're, we're going to see what happens with with that. So looking forward, to, but looking forward to seeing what Samoa Joe can do in, in NXT. I hope he can get back in the ring, and, and like you say. Maybe take the title off of Karrion Cross. I would love to see a Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross match. Yes, sir. All right, next topic of discussion. Uh, Roman Reigns. He was asked, I think it was on Sports Nation. Let me see here. I got it up right here. So, all right. Yeah, it was on Sports Nation, ESP, a show on ESPN. Um, I'm reading the quote here. Speaking in character on ESPN show Sports Nation, Reigns warned he warned Cena and The Rock against returning to the ring. Obviously, the rumors have been saying that John Cena is going to fight Roman Reigns, so maybe this is a maybe a bit of a setup, not just for a John Cena match with Roman Reigns, but maybe a, a Reigns Rock match, which has always been in talks the last couple of years as That'd well. Be epic. They that could happen maybe at next year's WrestleMania. We're going to find out, but. This is what he had to say when asked about a possible dream match with uh, The Rock or or John Cena. If I were these guys, I don't know if I'd want to come back and deal with me. I am am a problem right now for everybody. So if I were them, I would stay on set. I'd keep pumping out these streaming service movies. Don't come to the ring is what I would do. Dang. So Roman Reigns, and, and it's hard to argue because Roman right now is doing the best work of his career and it's hard to argue that anybody at least in WWE for sure is uh doing anything better than him right now and yeah. uh they're really running with reigns and he's really kind of I wouldn't say re- well I guess you could say he's sort of reinvented himself he's now the bad guy obviously after so many years of them trying to put him over as the face the baby face so to speak of the company and now um this new tribal chief gimmick he's got going I mean it's really it's really doing well, and I, I think this new reinvented Roman Reigns going up first against a John Cena guy who he's had a match with against before and a match he's a guy he's beaten in a one-on-one match. I think in 2017 maybe they fought at uh, some smaller pay-per-view. It might have been like a No Mercy or something like that. But Roman Reigns got one up on John Cena right now, and then obviously he directed that comment also not just to John Cena, but The Rock as well, who obviously there's a history there. They're family, of course. We all know that. But uh, The Rock actually helped Roman, I think, win the Royal Rumble one year. He came out and assisted Roman to to win the Royal Rumble. So they got a little bit of on-screen history right there. But they really, as far as I know, as far as I can remember, they haven't really had any other interactions on WWE television. But, and... This coming November uh, at Survivor Series, it will be 25 years since The Rock made his debut at Survivor Series in 1996. So it'll be a 25-year anniversary, and there's rumblings in the the Twitter sphere, if you will, (laughs) that maybe The Rock comes back for his 25th anniversary of his debut. Not saying he's going to wrestle, but maybe he comes back, makes an appearance, and who knows, he could have a run-in with the tribal chief Roman Reigns, and that could plant the seeds for a Rock versus Reigns match at WrestleMania next year. You know, I was just sitting here in La La Land, and one of the greatest things came to my mind, Patrick. Okay, if WWE goes into the deal with New Japan and with MLW, can you imagine... The Gorillas of Destiny and Jacob Fatu in the tribe with Roman. That would be a that'd be quite the faction. I would be all for that. But you never know what's going to happen with that. That's another story for for another day. I don't. I personally still don't see that happening. At least the New Japan and WWE deal. I just don't see it. That's just me. Well, even Jacob Fai too coming over, that would be amazing. Now, Court Bauer did tell a fan on Twitter the other day because they were looking for some fusion episodes on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, we had to take them down because somebody's looking at purchasing our library." So that deal with WWE may be pretty soon here. It could be, but certainly it's. Uh, 
I mean, you said we've heard a lot about it, but you know, I haven't seen anything. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But as I try to fix my mic here, I'm trying to get a little comfortable. Well, Jacob Fight Two needs to be on WWE so bad. They got so yeah. Good. You're a big fan of him. We obviously oh, watched. So we watched his uh, his his world title match. One of the first. I think that was yep. the first match we reacted to. Maybe or me and you both reacted yeah. to. You reacted to a match uh, the week before that. But yeah, that that once again another story for for another day. But uh, but yeah, the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Uh, a faction with obviously he's already got Jimmy and Jay Uso uh, with the Gorillas of Destiny, Jacob Fatu. I mean, man, unstoppable. W- yeah, what a, what a faction that would be, and, and I, I, I'm I'm all for it. But a lot of things have to come together yeah. for obviously all that to happen. Well, even what Roman's doing now, just with the Usos, is has been pretty spectacular. But uh, strong words from Roman Reigns, basically telling The Rock and John Cena, hey. You need to stay in Hollywood because right now I'm at the top of my game. You don't want to get in this ring with me right now. Bruh, if they did get in the ring with him, uh, they'd start cutting a promo on him. He'd start stuttering like he did before because these dudes can walk him under. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what the saying is. But like you get John Cena or The Rock in the ring and you go on a promo off. Yeah. Bruh. Well, you know, when John Cena and Roman Reigns had their little feud, you know, a few years ago, that was the case. John Cena sort of kind of, you know... Brought him out to the woodshed. He, he ran circles around him, basically, yeah. uh, in the promos. Nowadays, I don't know if that would be the case. I think Roman has vastly improved. And I think the reason he's vastly improved is because now he's a bad guy. Now he doesn't necessarily have to think too much about what he's going to say. He can just kind of, you know... I think it's much easier to cut a promo as a heel... At least from Roman Reigns' perspective, and I, I mean, I don't know. I never walked a day in this guy's shoes, but I feel like it would be easier for him, or it might be easier for most uh, guys, especially a guy like Roman Reigns, who obviously when he was a face, a lot of folks hated him, and he even cut heel promos at times. Like when he after he defeated The Undertaker, he went in the, the ring, and I mean, just got booed out of the building, <laughs> and he basically just said, this is my yard now, and then left. I mean, that was perfect, but I think now... It's much easier for Reigns to cut those promos because he's a heel and he doesn't have to cater to the audience. Yeah. No, I definitely see that. Like, uh, I saw a picture of John Cena the other day from this new movie that he's releasing. Um, he's losing quite a bit of the weight, quite a bit of the bulk. I, I haven't seen any pictures of him. I know he grew his hair out, obviously, yeah. when he started doing when movies. He but... looks like a doofus with his hair grown out. <laughs> it just we're not used to it, obviously. <laughs> I guess. But uh, maybe John's trying. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what his reasoning would be behind trying to lose all that muscle. But because obviously, when you, when you got that look, you can play certain roles mm-hmm. in, in movies. So I don't know what he's uh, going to do with that. But I guess we'll find out. But I, I and obviously the rumors of him coming back to face Roman at SummerSlam. You think obviously you want to keep that muscle to you know to keep that look when when you come back to the ring so and he's all but confirmed his his WWE return as well i think he had an interview the other day saying hey i'm going to return to WWE but he never confirmed when he would come back yeah nothing a little human growth hormone can't take care of i got call Peyton Manning he knows how to get it a <laughs> gold his wife uh, yeah i'm sorry Peyton Peyton Manning's wife Peyton Manning's wife huh we threw that girl under the bus but yeah, so so Roman Reigns basically telling John Cena and The Rock, stay in Hollywood. Don't come back to the <laughs> ring if you want to deal with me. All right, next topic of discussion is AEW Dynamite. Yes. Uh, they announced, or Tony Khan announced on, I think it was WF, WFAN, a sports station in New, New York, York City, City, that AEW is coming to New York City, which is obviously... A big hub for WWE. They right, ran Madison exactly. Square Garden many times. AEW has never run New York City in their obviously short history. You think Vince is pissed? I don't think Vince cares, okay. to be honest. But when, why not? Because Vince is too busy running his billion dollar empire that is WWE. So why would he care? Because he's a competitive dude. And now this guy's in his backyard. Vince is sitting on three different $1 billion deals. Yeah, but I would still want to beat this dude's ass. Well, in a way... Like, you're going to come to my city? Well, in a way, he Vince still is. Look at the numbers. No, physically. Well, Punch, phys- him, punch well, him in his face. Well, Vince is a little too old for that, I think, No, at this he's point. not. But, 
obviously, Vince, is crazy. Vince still has the most watched pro wrestling program on television with WWE SmackDown, and then the second most watched program with Raw. Although Raw is slowly declining, it's still at the end of the day, it gets more views. As bad as it may be, it still gets more views than AEW Dynamite. Now, on on one hand, I can see that he doesn't see AEW as a viable threat. But on the other hand, like, say like us, right? Yeah. The competing radio station. Uh Uh-huh. They do a remote at the same time at the same place as us. Yeah. We're going to want to brawl. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wherever it's at. Like, how dare you? This is our remote, you know? I think that's happened before. Yes, it has. Just ready ready to throw down. (laughs) But, yeah, so AEW Dynamite, they're going to be in New York City Wednesday, September 22nd. Now, not only is them going to New York City interesting, but the venue of choice is very interesting as well. Arthur... Ash Stadium. If you're a tennis fan, you're very familiar with that because that is the stadium that hosts the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament every, I think they do it in September, late August, early September. What an honor cornucopia, though. Yeah. She was so much better. I mean, if she was half as good as tennis player, she looked, oof, man, tell you what, she would have went somewhere. But um, So, yeah, September 22nd, they're hosting the show at the main stadium for the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament. Well, that Missy, I'm trying to just read this article here, but uh, Tony Khan spent time at the venue in Queens to make the announcement earlier on Wednesday. He revealed to Sports Illustrated that AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, which will double as the first pro wrestling show at Arthur Ashe Stadium, will be held in front of a full capacity crowd. And the, the capacity crowd, I think I mentioned it earlier, was about 23,000 people, which I think will be by far the largest audience they've ever had in person. They, ha- I mean, they they don't run these big arenas they go run these college arenas i mean outside of before they obviously stayed at daily's place during the pandemic they would go run these these college arenas and and such where they might get ten thousand tops they made for basketball pretty much yeah yeah so here you got twenty three thousand, and like i said i don't know obviously there's a lot of things you got to move around the the setup is completely different than a tennis match where you can have fans all the way around. I don't know if they're going to be able to have fans all the way around the stadium, but it'll be inter- I'll be interested to see how they set it up. And obviously, I think you can have an open roof, but you might be able to close it. So the weather shouldn't be a factor. If the weather's nice, I don't know if they'll have it open. It's going to be in September. I suspect that the weather will be you know, kind of nice. It's September 22nd in, in New York City. Could Certainly, be snowing then? I doubt that. I don't think it'll be snowing, but I think it could be a very nice evening. Yeah. I don't think it's going to – it might be cool, slightly cool. I don't think it's – no way it's going to be freezing. I mean, no way it's going to be snowing or freezing, really, yeah. in sep- the end of September in New York City. I, I just I just don't see that happening. So I'll be interested to see what the setup looks like. I'll be interested to see if they have the roof open. And certainly, a full-capacity crowd, even if they have 15,000 to 20,000 people in there, that's going to be a rowdy crowd. Do you think they were scared to try to book MSG? Like they didn't want it to look empty? They didn't think they could fill it? Well, well, Arthur Ashe got more people. There's more capacity in oh. Arthur Ashe Stadium. How really? Many, I don't think Madison Square Garden can hold 20,000 people. Oh, I'm, I'm going look, to look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. MSG capacity. Oh, well. Okay, so this is the capacity of Madison Square Garden. 20,789. Oh, you know, I thought it would be more than that. No, it. I really. It's a basketball arena. We right. talked about basketball right. arenas, so. Um, no, it's twenty thousand seven eighty nine. I guess that. Well, that would have been really sticking it to Vince. Yeah, and I'm uh, the the way AEW obviously has been lately. I'm surprised they haven't. I'm surprised they didn't do that because <laughs> well, they, maybe MSG said no. It's possible, but because now because WWE didn't run an MSG for a while, and now they've they've run a couple of shows since then. Oh, in the last couple of years, I think, uh, before the pandemic, certainly. But, uh, yeah, Arthur Ashe Stadium, I, I, actually, I like it because it's different. Yeah. It's unique. And I, you get the cool name it. out of it, the Grand Slam. Yeah, that's that's really I, – I, I like that. I, I like – it's kind of like, you know, I'm hoping that AEW does the, some things that, like, WCW used to do. I remember, I remember one year they went up to the Sturgis Bike Rally in South Dakota. And set up an arena like outside, 
you know, and that was pretty cool. Did you ever hear the Kevin Nash shoot interviews on that? No. He said they had to like dress like in these like mobile container units that mm-hmm. like Walmart will buy during like Christmas to put all their stuff in. Yeah. And he said it must have been like 300 degrees in there. Dudes were almost passing out. Now, I do remember I was watching part of the uh, the Booker T A&E biography. They were talking about how, I mean, because you think of Sturgis bike rally, what kind of people you think? You stereotyping here, dude? I'm not stereotyping, <laughs> but this is what they said on the on the biography. Yeah. You know, obviously Booker T and his brother, the Harlem Heat, you know, African-American guys, bad guys at the time as well, performing in a bunch of, you know, most predominantly white, redneck kind of, yeah, I mean, go. can you imagine? I mean, yeah. it, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just if, if you've seen that, if you've seen the Booker T A&E biography, you saw that part, you know what I'm talking about. They were not well liked, certainly. Uh, over there, and they were already the bad guys as, as it was. So it, it, that was an interesting little clip uh, that I saw there. And then another thing that WCW used to do, they used to go, they'd run at this place in Panama City Beach, Florida, called Club La Vila, like an out, like the things like that. And like AEW's done a show like on the cruise yeah. ship, like just unique things like that. And I, I don't think this obviously going into Arthur Ashe, not quite as unique. As going to like a Sturgis bike rally, or going to a club in Panama City Beach, or going to a on a cruise ship, but going into a, a tennis stadium in New York City that one has never hosted a professional wrestling event before, that, that's unique enough in itself for me to be like, hey, I like it, I'm all for it. Do you book Jim Cornette to come since he has a tennis racket? No. Okay. Now I don't the- think they want to. I, I don't think they want Jim Cornette. I don't think Jim Cornette wants to. Work for them anyway, so um, even if they called Jim Cornette, I think he would say no. Would you pop if he came out? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, before we get too far away from this, where do you watch your A and E biographies? Do you watch it from the A and E app? No, I have it recorded. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I have it recorded, but like they've been replaying them on A and E. So like, if I'm just sitting around the house and I see them on, I'll kind of watch. I haven't watched. The only full one I've watched was Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Yeah. And um, I watched part of Ultimate Warriors. I've watched part of, who was the other one that I watched? I watched a little bit of Booker T's. I watched, uh, who's the other one I'm thinking of that? Oh, um, Randy Savage. No, Randy Savage. So I, I didn't see any of Roddy Piper's. I didn't see any of Mick Foley's. I didn't see any of Shawn Michaels yet. So, but... Uh, and also Bret Hart, too. I didn't see any of his. But when I see him playing, if there's nothing else on TV, I'll flip it over and start watching yeah. bits and pieces of it. But uh, I'm slowly but surely getting through them because so far, all the ones that I've seen, all the bits and pieces I've seen, it's very, it's really good. Well, don't download the app because that's where me and my son watch it. We watched The Ultimate Warrior last night. Oh, by God. It's like you watch five minutes of video and then it's five minutes of commercials. Five minutes of video, five minutes of commercials. Yeah. It is like when you're done with it, you're physically tired, dude. Like yeah, I'm just I can't like do that. I'm mm. just like I gotta go to bed, Elijah. I mean I'm done. I can't do that, no. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh but yeah, AEW going to Arthur Ashe Stadium September twenty second. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Should it's be gonna fun. be a great show. Like uh I, I can't imagine what kind of funny stuff they would do with like tennis. To kind of tie that in, you know, Grand yeah, Slam and the I'm tennis kinda, thing. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, if they're going to get like I don't know, like like Roger Federer out there. But you know, and it, it it's funny because this show is going to be held not long after the U.S. Open tennis tournament is done. So uh-huh. I I don't know how they can tie that in there. Maybe the Williams sisters out there for something. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe Jay Cargill talks some smack to Venus and Serena in the crowd, and they beat her up. Maybe it's possible. Who knows? That'd be cool. That would be that would be uh, very interesting. I'd be I'd be up for seeing something like that. Yeah, certainly. All right. Next topic of discussion is uh, a new match. Well, not a new match. Uh, one of the probably all time greatest matches that ever came out of Impact Wrestling or TNA. If you're an old school fan, the Ultimate X match is coming mm-hmm. back. Slammiversary. Let me go ahead and pull it up here. It is. If you've ever seen an Ultimate X match, Brinkman actually got me on the Ultimate X match. And back in the mid-2000s, 
one of the, his favorite matches of all time. It was AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels in an Ultimate X match. It's obviously a match that centers around the X Division Championship, and that's yes. what this match coming up will be. I'm trying to pull it up here. Let me see. Slam. I'm going to look up Slammiversary here real quick. Slammiversary. I don't want 2020. I want 2021. And I'm going to pull it up. It's on Saturday, July 17th. So it's literally exactly a month away. It's going to be Josh Alexander, the champion, defending against Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Rohit Raju, and Petey Williams in an Ultimate X match. Now, if Damn you, it. If you've never seen an Ultimate X match, basically what it is is... Now, I don't know if I've ever watched an Ultimate X match when they did the four-sided ring. When they had the six-sided ring, that's when I watched a lot of the matches. Yeah. So they have these metal... I don't know what you want to call them, pillars, I guess, mm-hmm. that all come up on the side of the ring, and then they all meet in the center of the ring, and there's a like a big X hanging. And you got to climb up there. It's it, it's like a ladder match in, in a sense, where you got to go up there, grab the X, or maybe in this case, you got to grab the title, and you win the match. And just if you've never seen an Ultimate X match, go YouTube it. It's it's crazy. They how got some great matches. Someone has not been paralyzed from this match. <laughs> it's it's. It's one of the more thrilling matches that Impact has ever put on, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I would imagine they're signing all kind of waivers before they go <laughs> into this match. You're going to see some crazy stuff. Uh, if you watch Slammiversary, you watch this match. This will also be the first X, uh, Ultimate X match since April 4th of 2019. So it's been over two years since Impact has done this match. So... I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, Brinkman got me on them back in the like I said the mid 2000s when TNA was kind of getting real hot, and he was like, "Dude, you got to watch some of these these X Division matches." And like I said, I'll never forget one of his all time favorite matches. At least at the time, it might still be, it might not be, but was AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Samoa Joe triple threat match, Ultimate X match for the X Division Championship. And I remember watching it, and I remember. It being an amazing match. Yeah. So, and just going back, like I said, go to YouTube, search Ultimate X Match. Some of the spots that go on right. during these matches, they're great. So, it's coming back to Slammiversary. That's really the first official match that has been announced for Slammiversary. Kenny Omega is going to defend the Impact World title. We don't know against two yet. That's the only other match they have listed right here. But Ultimate be, X uh, Match coming back. Aren't, aren't Sammy Callahan and Moose fighting to see who's going to. Um fight him you would know better than me oh. so. Yeah, so it might be sammy callahan this time but moose did get screwed the young bucks came in there and uh bte triggered him yeah for omega to take the win but everybody in this ultimate x match brings an exciting flavor of wrestling yeah and i think even though i love the look of josh alexander they've been pushing chris bay for a while i think he's gonna take it yeah, it's possible, but July 17th, Slammiversary should be a really good show. That's yeah. one of their big shows every year or so. And also another interesting thing to find out is uh, you know, which one of these WWE releases could be showing up oh, yes. to Slammiversary as well. So that's going to be a big night. The return of the X Division or the Ultimate X match for the X Division title should be a fun night July 17th uh, at Slammiversary. Where are they having it? they doing it in Nashville or back in... Canada. They are doing it in know, Nashville. I know Canada is still pretty locked down. Yeah, they're doing it in Nashville, according to this, at Skyway Studios, which I guess is where they've been doing their shows. Yep. So, same place. I don't think they'll have fans. I, you think by now they would, you know, because... No, I, I did hear they're going to have fans. Oh, they will? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good, because obviously... I don't know how many fans can fit in there, but... Well, obviously in a few weeks, AEW... Well, AEW's already had shows with full fans, full-capacity fans. They're getting back on the road in a few weeks. WWE is going back on the road in a month. So, it's... You know, it's that time. It's time to get wrestling fans back in the building, man. All right. Business is about to pick up. As good old Jim Ross would like to say. (laughs) All right. Well, Renee Paquette, John Moxley. Of course, we know... You know they've been doing the do, yeah. And, uh, and why not? There, there's yeah. there, now there's officially living proof that they've done yes. the do at least once. Yes. Um, they welcome to the world a new baby girl. So congratulations to Renee Paquette and John Moxley. After double or nothing, I think John took some time off, obviously to to be with uh, the newborn and, and everything. So we might not see John Moxley on AEW television for a little bit, but obviously he will be back. So congratulations to them. I don't have much else to add to that other than I do. What? Go ahead. Uh, number one, John seems like he's going to be a great dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be the coolest dad. Of course. Um, and I wonder if he's going to 
trainer to be a wrestler. You know, and you, you talk about him being a cool dad. I think he's going to be one of those dads that probably says, hey, look, if you want to be a wrestler, let's go. If you want to be a, a cheerleader, fine with me. If you want to be a ballet dancer, it's fine with me. If you want to be a softball player, do that. Do whatever you want. John's. I feel like John and Renee are going to be the type of parents where they're going to let their daughter do whatever she wants to do. They're not going to force her to do anything. But obviously with John's pro wrestling background and Renee working in the business as well, at least she used to. She's not really in the business at the moment. But maybe that could have some influence uh, you know and maybe she maybe she wants to be a wrestling reporter like like Renee so you never know i, I feel like they're going to be the parents that they're not going to force her to do anything but will support her with whatever she decides she wants to do yeah i can see john because he's so passionate about wrestling he loves it so oh, much yeah. he could be like look this is the family business you know and you see all this you see this big house these nice cars this yeah. is wrestling got this that's right and I want you to have a great life. Now, uh, also, uh, they named her Nora uh-huh. after um, Renee's grand grandma, Eleanor. Okay. Yeah. And, I did not know that. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't look that much into it. And then I also saw something, uh, speaking of daughters in wrestling, Earl Hebner said Cody is training his daughter right now. I did see that. I came across that on uh, the social medias. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a, you know, nowadays, obviously, women's wrestling is much more popular than it was, say, 30, 40 years ago. So a lot of these wrestling icons, whether it be like, you know, an Earl Hebner or I'm trying to think who else is like the Rock's daughter is in it. Ric Mm -hmm. Flair's daughter, obviously, Charlotte is at the top of her game right now. So a lot of, and then obviously Triple H has like what eighteen daughters. So, um, <laughs> well, he's got like what three or four daughters, I think. And I'm pretty sure they're all gonna. I feel like they're gonna train or kind of maybe attempt to be wrestlers. How good they'll be, I don't know. But um, so with the way women's wrestling is nowadays, how popular it is, and and obviously the um, I'm trying to think of the word how far it's come, uh, so to speak. You know, a lot of these wrestlers that have daughters, they're going to possibly want to get into the business because they see how popular it is and they see how it's showcased nowadays with obviously big time wrestlers like Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. um, Brit, Dr. Britt Baker now, um, and just things, you know, and that's just to name a few. So I think women's wrestling is only getting bigger and bigger and we're going to. You know, I think it's become more of a trend where we see wrestlers' daughters try out to become, you know, future wrestlers, obviously. Yeah. Um, Teal Piper's still doing her thing in the indies. Mm-hmm. And then Terry Gordy's daughter is doing a lot with SEW right now. She used to be the uh, women's champion over at SDW in Texas. But um, one more thing about Earl Hebner. He said that hopefully she could be the next Gail Kim. You pump your brakes, <laughs> Mr. Earl Hebner. Yeah. There is only one Gail Kim. That's right. Um, I guess maybe he he found uh, somebody when he was working in Japan because his daughter looks oriental. Uh, maybe. That could be a possibility. Yeah. So Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> all right. Um all right, we got rumor mill coming yes. up now. So you got some things on rumor mill. I have no idea what it is, so let let's uh let's start yeah. with the first thing. What we you were got? Running, we were running around like chickens with our heads cut off right before this. Yeah, we were like I said, with this whole new setup and everything, we were kinda we, we weren't as uh the, the the prep for the show this week was a little bit different. So like you said, it's like riding a bike, gotta get used to it a little bit. But you got some rumor mill stuff. Let's let's hear what you got. Yeah, no titles. Are expected to change hands this weekend at Hell in the Cell. Mm, no surprise. Okay. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, well, I, I almost forgot Hell in the Cell was even this weekend. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about it. We didn't even well, do let's, a rundown. Well, let's let, 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 let's talk about it. We, got, we we still got some time. How, yeah. how did I forget that Hell in the Cell wasn't it was was the, was this weekend? Uh, usually, I'm on top of these things, but. Lately, uh, I don't know. I just uh, lost interest well, in WWE. Well, now that we now that we know that no titles are going to change hands at Hell in a Cell, you still interested? I mean, I'm looking at the 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 ma- There's five matches. Oh, so that's not real. 
So Bobby Lashley is defending against Drew McIntyre in a last chance Hell in a Cell match. Rhea Ripley is defending the Raw Women's title against Charlotte Flair. Bianca Belair is defending the SmackDown Women's title against Bayley. Roman Reigns defending the Universal title against Rey Mysterio. And we're going to have Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler in a singles match. So there's five matches. Three of them are women's matches. Yeah. And the other, so like the Intercontinental title is not going to be on the line. The U.S. title is not going to be on the line. I'd like to think there's going to be more matches added. It just seems like a very lackluster show. I mean, literally, you have five singles matches. So you have 10 total wrestlers that are going to be competing as of this this moment. Must be a lot of, like, um, what do they call those? Packages in between the matches, like 20-minute-long packages leading up to the match. Yeah, I guess, but... It and just, commercials but on I mean, pay-per-view. But certainly, like Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, we've seen that already. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, we've seen that already. Bianca and Bayley, well, I think that's fairly new. Alexa and Shayna, that's fairly new. Roman and Rey Mysterio is fairly new as well. But Get ready to see a whole bunch of Snickers commercials. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it just There's nothing about this pay-per-view that really... And now that you say no titles are going to change hands, what is enticing me to watch this nothing alexa bliss yeah you're right you're right i stand correct flair i stand corrected rear yeah. well i was about to say rhea ripley too although i prefer rhea ripley from about two years ago yeah, but kind of manly no i wouldn't say she's manly she just got that goth thing going yeah. and nah, it's not my cup of tea and she looks like she used to be a dude and like i said a couple years a couple she, years ago she was like she looks she was more, on it she looks more of a man than naya well, Nia, I see. I think Nia looks good. I, 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 I'm digging Nia. When she was on with Sexy Lexi a few weeks ago on AEW's YouTube channel, I was like, I can't even tell that was a dude. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. What's the next rumor? Uh, let's see. For what it's worth, Stephanie McMahon guaranteed a lot of surprises for SummerSlam during her interview with Yahoo Finance. Well, I think I mentioned this on the podcast a week or two ago, and it's that. They're going to have a full capacity crowd for SummerSlam, so they're treating this year's SummerSlam as like their WrestleMania. Because even though they had a crowd for WrestleMania, it wasn't a full capacity crowd. It was just, you know, it was still missing a little something. Just, But they had the crowd, and it was nice and everything. But obviously with a full capacity crowd back, SummerSlam, a uh, big-time possible blockbuster match with Roman Reigns and John Cena, they're treating SummerSlam as their WrestleMania this year. And I will – and I, I'm in – I'm – already enticed to watch SummerSlam, and that's two months away. I'm not nearly enticed to watch <laughs> Hell in a Cell, which is two, three days away. But based off what I've heard about SummerSlam so far, I will definitely be tuned in. Let's see. Sonya Deville has been training for in, her in-ring return. Ringside news sources say that WWE had tentative plans to bring her back by April, but it keeps getting pushed back another week, another two weeks, another week, another two weeks. Yeah, because obviously she's on SmackDown, and the, that roster is running a little thin these days. And Sonya's you know a crowd favorite. I think she's she's certainly over with the fans and everything. And I've obviously been wondering when she's going to come back. I think a lot of folks have been wondering when she's going to come back because. She's really been just doing this backstage role with, uh, what's his face? Who's the guy on SmackDown? He's like the authority figure. Oh, Adam, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce, yes, okay. So, and she's kind of been running with him, I guess, being somewhat of a backstage authority figure as well, although I haven't been paying too much attention to SmackDown lately. But, um, yeah, I've been kind of wondering because... She lost that match to, was it Mandy Rose she lost the match to where she had to leave like a year or so ago? Not sure. She, she left for a little while, and then she kind of just showed back up. But she showed back up like on the pre-show panel and just kind of back doing backstage stuff now and, and whatnot. And I was like, was she just like done being in the ring? Is she, like What's going on here? So it'll be cool to see her get, get back in the ring, though. Looking forward to it. And it looks like NXT added another person to their writing team. This guy's well-traveled. George Carroll supposedly has joined the NXT writing team per PW Insider. He's worked with Ring of Honor, New Japan, and Major League Wrestling in creative operations and talent management roles. 
Well, NXT's never really had a writer's problem, I don't think, no. or a creative problem, so to speak. But I guess a, an extra guy won't hurt, and if he has good ideas, send his ass over to Raw so uh, <laughs> so they can get some good ideas, too, and yeah. maybe send it over to SmackDown, too, because SmackDown... I mean, SmackDown's better than Raw, but SmackDown still could use some help as well, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what to... Like I said, I don't even know what to think about WWE these days. It's... I never thought I'd see the day where I just didn't care to watch WWE every week, but I'm at that point now where I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That's your rumors for today. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. That's it, boy. Yeah. So thanks for joining us or thanks for listening. Uh, Be sure to go and like us on Facebook. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. Yes. Subscribe to it. Well, yeah, subscribe to us on Twitch or follow us on Twitch, whatever you want to do. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, from here on out, we're just broadcasting on Twitch and YouTube every Thursday, 5.30 Central Time. We're still working out, I guess, a couple of kinks here with the, the new slash old setup, but we're going to get it right, man. We're going to get it right. That's right. And also, if you want to help support the show, real easy, like you saw at the very beginning, tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon AMP. That will get you to over to our Amazon affiliate link. And every time you buy something from Amazon, nothing's added to your cart, no extra purchase, no extra taxes. It's just Amazon for us sending the traffic over there. They'll hook you boys up with a little percentage of the sale. So tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon AMP, A-M-P. Get that Amazon uh, graphic back up one more oh, time. That's all, hey, that's all right. I, I'm working out the kinks, man, working yeah. out the kinks, but it's up there now. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon AMP. That's right. Help you boys out. That's right. All right, Patrick. Uh, it feels good to be back in the studio again together, man. Absolutely, man. Good times. Good times I got, I got in the to studio. look at you in your eyes. Yeah, well, let's not get a little crazy. You here. know? Let's not get crazy over there, bro. You, you get that look in your eye, making me scared you know? over there. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll look away. All right, man. <laughs> All right, Patrick, get us out of here, son. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with David Boston and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. This has been a Lake Area Media LLC production. 